third period just underway, and the Maple Leafs have made a goaltending change. Michael Hutchinson is in goal, replacing Jack Campbell. And although Campbell didn't have his best outing, he certainly didn't catch many breaks as a pass comes in front, and they score on the first shot in the third period. Brian Boyle on a two-on-one, and it's six to one. Well, we said going to the intermission, you'll see what kind of character there is in the room as to how they start the third period. And this is Jason Spezza. The fourth line starts. The best line the Leafs have had of late, and Spezza gets his pocket picked. And the Pittsburgh Penguins, two on one down low, finish it off, and Brody and... Boyle gets the goal. Uh, pardon me, Morgan Riley are both going to pick up a minus on this. Simone was the uh, pass, and Boyle with his second goal of the season, and it comes just seconds into the third period. Boyle scored in his first game in Tampa when the Penguins beat the Tampa Bay Lightning, upset them. By the way, three empty net goals in that game, but this is now 22 goals in, what, five games for Tampa or for Pittsburgh? A shot taken by Nylander went high and wide of the goal. Pucked down into the corner. Nylander digs it free, and a Matthews shot whistled high and wide. Kept in there at the blue line by Sandine. Round back of the net. The Leafs still with it, trying to work their way free. Nylander to the point. Sandine over to Hall. Hall with a weak shot in front of the net, and a shot scores, but it's waved off. Penalty coming to and Michael Bunting, I believe, in front of the net. Matthews put the puck in the back of the goal, but it will not count. Interesting to see this. Bunting is exactly where you want him, at the top of the crease. Oh, boy. I mean, Bunting is above the crease. And to me, just looking at the replay, and it's easier for us to do it than the officials on the ice. Are they calling Bump. goal interference? Yeah. And, yep. I mean, there's, there's no sense going nuts arguing now. But I thought Tristan Jari may have been the one that initiated. Uh, it's 50-50. Let's put it that way. And, and why would it go? The Leafs way at this point. Penalty kill brought to you by our Ontario Packaging Centers, Ontario's largest one-stop shop for all your packaging and warehouse needs. None of the six goals Pittsburgh has scored have come with the man advantage. And a shot knocked away in front of the net. Volley balled in back of the goal by Muzzin. Now Hall trying to free it up. And has it taken away. Casper Kaffinen back to the blue line. On the right wing side, a pass down low, and now back for the point, and unable to shoot it was Rodriguez. It goes around back of the net. Gunsel trying to get it in front, but it comes back up on the wing, and it'll be David Camp getting it out into the center ice area. By the way, Brian Boyle did not even play a game last season. He did Captain Team USA to the silver medal at the World Championship. Championships yep. last year. Bouncing puck in front of the lead goal. Comes back to the blue line for Matheson. Matheson on the far side. I mean, for all intents and purposes, this is the Wilkes-Bear farm team. And a shot scores from the high slot. Make it 7-1. to one. 
And what a concept. Shoot with traffic in front. And Bunting not happy with the referee, but... Rodriguez gets the goal. Evan Rodriguez, the former Buffalo Sabre. This is just a simple little play. Get it to the top of the right wing circle. There's traffic in front. Morgan Riley provided the screen as well. And now everything is just coming apart. 7-1 to one Pittsburgh. And not a great start again for Michael Hutchinson to go into. 27 to 24, the shots favoring the Leafs in the category of who cares. So seven goals on 24 shots for the Penguins. Down into the corner, the Leafs reeling here and easily the most embarrassing game that they've had in quite a while. Certainly this year. (laughs) Around back of the net. Muzzin trying to flip it. Gets high to center ice. Marner tipped it in over the line. He's out with Kerfoot. And uh, Tavares on this line. Sheldon Keith. Uh, <laughs> you're sitting behind the bench just trying to pull three guys out. You guys go ahead. I mean, it's just... Well, I mean, here we are praising the fourth line as being the best line, and then Jason Spencer to start the beer, gets his pocket picked, and before you know it, they're down 6-1. Here's Richie, and across the line, down into the corner. Spencer trying to get it in front. Simmons couldn't come up with it, and it's shot down in a race for it, and the Penguins win it, and they get another shot, and followed up then by... Hutchison, as two Penguins had a great opportunity to move in there. Richie has a man up against the glass, but nothing more developing there. Uh, Two of the first three shots of the period beat Michael Hutchinson, but he's forced to make a couple here. Is not sure why Sandine is benching, I guess. Maybe you're trying to look for the miracle comeback, but I think that... If there was any chance of that, that was ended just seconds into this period. Rodriguez' goal comes at 2.24. The Boyle goal came 20 seconds into the third period, and it is 7-1 in favor of the Pittsburgh Penguins. I remember a night, not so long ago, I suppose, in Christmas, just after Christmas, as a matter of fact, the Leafs went to Pittsburgh Kevin McGuire scored the first goal of the hockey game. Or maybe it was the second. I think he tied the game 1-1. Then Mario Lemieux and company scored the next 11. All of them on Grant Fuhrer. Leafs went on to play, I think, Detroit, and then went to... Quebec City? No, Quebec City, right? And it was was then... Was this 92? Yes, it was. And it was then when Cliff Fletcher pulled the trigger on the trade with... uh, Calgary and Doug Gilmore and company arrived on the scene. So the Leafs have had embarrassing nights in Pittsburgh, but it was Crosby and Lemieux and company. Well, and, and to me, and, spare yeah, Penguins. And to me, and with all due respect to the players in the Penguin lineup, because as we've said, you look at their record through the years without Crosby and Malcolm in the lineup at the same time. 
and they're about 6-10 winning percentage. Their points percentage. Got down into the Penguin zone. They'll get it on the boards and chip it out into the center ice area, and that clock can't run fast enough for Sheldon Keith and his coaching staff. But like we said, when you talk about the blowouts in Pittsburgh, their last two times in this building, they were down 5 nothing midway through the second period. And if I recall correctly, their very first game at the new arena in Pittsburgh, the Leafs actually won. The Penguins struggled on home ice to start. But Mike Sullivan, like I said, I mean, you give him a lot of credit as well. He doesn't go into that dressing room saying, hey, we've got an excuse to lose. Let's just work hard and try to keep it close. They did the simple things, throw it to the net. They got some bounces, but what do they say? You make your own luck. Yep. And the Penguins have been full uh, marks for their lead and their domination here. Matheson and Kapanen getting assists on the Rodriguez goal that made it 7-1. to one. And now another shot whistles wide of Hutchison's cage. The puck comes around the boards on the near side. And stepping into his man was bunting, and there's going to be a penalty to the Leafs. The question is, two or four is it's a high stick. And is the Pittsburgh player still down on the ice? No, it's McGinn. He's back up on his skates, and bunting is going back to the penalty box. And it's an elbow on the way through that catches McGinn. I thought it was a high stick the way he went down, but bunting, whether he knew what was coming or not, or the Pittsburgh player was coming behind him or not, he does leave his feet and bring his arms up. Sixth power play for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Penalty kill brought to you by your Ontario Packaging Centers, Ontario's largest one-stop shop. For all your packaging and warehouse needs. And the Penguins will go back to the power play where they are 1-4-6. Play back down into the Toronto zone. And the Penguins go back after the puck. Dished off on the wing. Carried to center ice by Rodriguez. Sent down into the Toronto zone. Riley reversing the puck into the corner. Leafs have ample opportunity to clear, and they'll send it out and down the ice. Here's Marino. Dropping it back. Laid up on the left wing. Broken up at the blue line by Hall. Sent back down into the Pittsburgh zone. Penguins around back of the net. Minute eight to go in the power play. Matheson having some difficulties getting out. Rodriguez will try his luck. And he brings it to center and is going to snap it in over the line and around the boards. It goes down into the corner. Hall got it freed up for Muzzin. Muzzin attempted backhand was blocked. Hall will get it ahead for Kerfoot. Kerfoot's going to play it the rest of the way down into the Pittsburgh zone. The Leafs will have tomorrow off. They'll travel to Carolina and play there on Monday. And uh, a fly on the wall would be interesting. Fly on the wall might want to wear earmuffs. Well, he might get swatted with a swatter. Penguins trying to break it out. 
Friedman gets it in on the left wing. Drop pass is intercepted. David Camp for the Leafs bringing it back the other way. Dropping it back and a wrist shot taken there by Kasha. Went off a leg and wide. Back to the point. Kasha's going to take it all the way out into the center ice area and get a change of players as the power play is over. Into the corner now for Bunting who's back on. Trying to work it in front of the net. It comes back to the point. Hall steps into one and it is blocked by a penguin in front of the net. And he paid a price. Hall getting it along the boards to Sandine. Sandine to Matthews. Matthews a long lead pass. Trying to find the winger on the far side that didn't work. Hall will have to go back into his own zone. Now to Bunting. Bunting for Sandine. Sandine dropping it back. Bunting plays it around back of the net for Nylander. Nylander in front of the goal. A shot. And I don't know if that made it to Jari, but it went wide of the goal as it's cleared down into the Toronto zone. 11.43 left to play here in the third period. And the Penguins have outshot the Leafs 6-1 in the third, outscored them 2-0, and escalated the blowout to 7-1. Played on the line, knocked down by Marino, but carried on now by Kerfoot. He tries to work down into the corner. Too well covered there by Mike Matheson. Now Tavares tries to center. Marner couldn't get it. It comes to Riley. Wrist shot in traffic. That was wide of the net. Kept in by Brody around back of the goal. Boundary line combination here. Marner with Tavares and Kerfoot. Played high to center ice by Pittsburgh. Forcing Riley back. He'll regroup the puck in his own zone. And Nylander move up with Bunting and Austin Matthews. Now here's Riley working down into the corner. Goes after the puck back of the net. Trying to work his way out in front. And the Penguins will quickly play it off the boards and get it out into the center ice area. No Crosby. No Malkin. No Latang. No, no problem. No, no Carter. Pass into the slot. Penguins... Maintain possession. Kapanen down around back of the net. Trying to come out in front. Backhand try. Stopped by Hutchison. Spinning backhand in front. And that was gobbled up by Spezza who was able to get it ahead. Richie, who really has looked lost. I mean, in the preseason you kind of thought things were starting to gel. But Nick Richie has really struggled here in the regular season. And, of course, in the preseason as well, never played with Austin Matthews because of the injury to the Leafs sniper. Right around the boards then by Engvall. And not to make an excuse, but you never really knew if they were going to develop any kind of chemistry. Centering pass, knocked to the side of the Leaf goal. Kasha trying to move it up. 9.35 to go, and the clock can't go fast enough here for the Leafs. A bit of a wave making its way around the PPG Arena in Pittsburgh. Down into the Penguin zone it goes. Trying to play it along the wall. Engvall, along with Kasha, comes back to the point to Lilligren. He sent it towards the net, but it was well wide. And now Pittsburgh unable to get out of its own end. Here's Kasha going around back of the net for Toronto. Tried to center, off a stick. In along the boards, it'll come to Lilligren at the point. He winds and shoots, and a stick save and an easy one made by Jari. Leaf shot goes well wide. 
trapped and kept in by Kasha. In along the boards, Engvall unable to get it to Comp. And the Penguins will finally get possession, and they're just going to launch it to center ice and down into the leaf end, but it is going to go for icing and will come back into the Pittsburgh zone. All right, I want to test your memory. Oh, God. No, no, you mentioned mentioned (laughs) the Pittsburgh game. It was actually December 26th, 1991. So the Leafs obviously would have flown that day. Yes. Right? Yep. Boxing day. Yep. And not the night before. You're right. Joe Mullen opened the scoring. Kevin McGuire tied it. And then 11 straight for the Pittsburgh Penguins. They did hold Mario Lemieux to seven points, though. <laughs> I, I knew he got a lot of them. <laughs> a shot goes wide of the Pittsburgh goal. That was in the old Civic Arena in Pittsburgh. The Igloo. The Igloo, yep. I was there with my parents. Oh, yeah, how old that building was. For a... Frank Sinatra concert, and they opened the roof, which was really quite unique until the last Dome arrived on the scene. Another icing call. But here, here's where you're wrong, Joey, is the Leafs actually went back home and, where is it here, and lost to the Red Wings 5-4. That, yeah, I thought it was Detroit. Yeah, and then went to Quebec and then Detroit. Yes. So home oh, to Detroit, okay. yeah. then Quebec, yeah. then Detroit. Yeah. But by the time they got to Detroit, some of, the play- some of the players from that deal were in Detroit. Gilmore did not play, but I believe McCowan did, and maybe... Yeah, because Gilmore was a mattress. was sitting out in Calgary at That's the time, right. wasn't he? Yes. Commanding the trade. Yep. Penguins win the draw and play it along at the point. Long shot, whistles wide, and a rebound in front. Knocked away, and now here's Brody launching it high and out and down the ice. Bunting hustles in there after it. Michael Bunting has shown a little distaste for what's been going on here. As a pass in along the boards goes to Nylander. His shot was deflected wide of the net by Tristan Jari. Now Bunting back of the goal. Had his stick knocked out of his hands. Then managed to grab a hold of the Pittsburgh defenseman and knock him down. And the Penguins will get the puck out into the center ice area and in over the line. Trying to drive against Hall to get it in front of the net, but it was intercepted, and Tavares starts back at center. Got it ahead for Kerfoot. Kerfoot in over the line. Chopped at, maintained. Pittsburgh brings it back to the lead blue line. Just did keep it in. Here's a wrist shot attempt by Boyle that was blocked, and getting up slowly is Mitch Marner who blocked it. And Kerfoot is upended in the center ice area. Penguins after it into the corner, down in the zone for Lafferty. He has it spun around. The puck comes free, and it will be Simmons carrying it to neutral ice and getting it down into the Pittsburgh zone. Simmons gives the Penguin defenseman a pretty good slash. And now Bunting is in there, and all of a sudden uh, it is Simmons throwing punches. That Boyle? Brian Boyle and Simmons throwing punches, and now we've got another scrap or at least a altercation going in front of the Pittsburgh goal. Boyle hauls his uh, opponent to the ice. Nothing more deliberately going on in front of the goal as Richie was there. What I think sort of added to this is looked like Kerfoot was almost slew-footed at center ice. There was no call, and Simmons, you got to call the slash on Simmons, but I think that's when 
you had the, the embarrassment, and now you feel you're not getting in the calls and the world's against you. And, I mean, this, this was a slash, but this is, this is sold as well, pretty well, as it's on the top of the foot and uh, face first down goes the Pittsburgh defender. You're listening to Molson Canadian Leafs Hockey on TSN 1050 and the Maple Leafs Radio Network. Well, a little bit of emotion being displayed. Boyle and Simmons getting fighting majors. They are sorting out the remainder of the penalties. I wouldn't be surprised that Simmons gets the additional minor. Yeah, I, I think that was being called right away. You give Boyle credit for jumping in, but I don't think a veteran like Ryan Boyle, who pretty impressive part of a leaf run when Lou Amarillo acquired him at the trade deadline. As the Leafs lost to the Washington Capitals in six, five of those games went to overtime, and I believe Boyle set up as Barry Kapanen in overtime for one of them, did he not? I think you're right. So we'll wait for the uh, official announcement. Simmons is getting a fighting major, Boyle a fighting major, so far on our provided sheet from the National Hockey League. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can add. Now they got an extra Penguin player in there as well. Friedman, Mark Friedman is in the box as well. Now, Friedman was one that Simmons slashed. Be interesting if he got a diving penalty for it. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how you judge whether a slash hurt to what degree. Well, the faceoff is in the center ice area. They're so five on no, five. There's no power play here. And whether Simmons got an additional penalty, it has not been put up, and neither has the penalty to uh, Friedman been put up either. So. Cleared down into the Pittsburgh zone. Unless both Simmons and Boyle ended up with minors as well that are being served. Played down into the Leaf zone. And Muzzin tied up his man. A backhand will clear the zone to center ice. But Simmons had to have been getting a slashing penalty. It was a pretty good hack on the leg. I think. Uh, pretty hard well, to miss it, too. Not sure why. No, I, I can't see Friedman serving a, an extra penalty, being the one chosen to go off. Leafs get it down into the Pittsburgh zone. Six minutes and ten seconds left in this embarrassment as it comes back down into the Toronto end. Muzzin dropping it back, and Lilligren will wait for teammates to change as he has the puck in his own zone. Lilligren works to center, had his pocket picked. One man back, Penguins breaking in over the line, looking for another, and a shot is into the chest. Of Hutchinson and held for a face-off. You know, they finally put up the extra penalties. Wayne Simmons got the slash. Friedman did, in fact, get an embellishment penalty. All right. Like I said, I mean, the one, the one thing I have a tough time with in arguing, how do you know how much a slash hurt? You know, you take a whack across the ankle. But let's put it this way. If it was a dive, it was one of the worst ones. He got hit in the foot and fell on his face. Interesting hockey night in Canada showed a replay of a video of a fan a couple of years ago that showed the disappointment of a Leaf fan on there. So they can't find anybody, I guess, live in the rink, and they put that one up. At any I, rate. I, I don't think they're still in no. the rink. You're listening to Molson Canadian Leafs Hockey on TSN 1050 and the Maple Leafs Radio Network. 
Five and a half minutes to play in the third period. Pittsburgh seven. The Toronto Maple Leafs one. Shot blocked in front of the Pittsburgh goal. The Penguins get it out at center. Break it in on the right wing side. Getting the shot away. McGinn. That was deflected down into the corner. All around back of the net for Aston Reese. He'll get it back to the point. Wrist shot is blocked. It bounces in front of the Toronto goal. And here's Brody sending it off the boards. Nylander unable to get it down into the Pittsburgh end. And the gnashing of teeth and uh, everything that will go on over the next 48 hours before this team plays again in Carolina will be... uh, I don't know how much media is traveling on the road so far this season, but hopefully from a Leafs standpoint, it's not a lot. Backhand shot stopped by Hutchinson on the short side. Penguins can't maintain possession. Kerfoot will carry it out. And with four and a half minutes to go, he'll send it down into the Pittsburgh end. Marner, who uh, blocked a shot and was limping as he entered the bench, is back onto the ice as Hall goes back into his own zone. Penguins getting it up and back of their own goal. Grabbed off there by Matheson. Played up on the wing. Kapanen was able to get it down towards the net. Shot off the glass then by Hutchison to get it out. And the Leafs unable to come up with it as uh, Ritchie will chase after Penguin into the corner. That doesn't work. Now brought to the line and backhanded in by Andre Kasha. Ritchie in the far corner. Kasha, Ritchie, and Spezza out here now. As Muzzin at the blue line keeps it in. Round back of the net for Spezza. Spezza works the boards. Ritchie comes out with a backhand. Can't get a shot away. Kasha in the corner now. Playing it around to the far side. Lilligren pinched to try and keep it in. And the Penguins are just going to bank it and get it off the glass and get it down into the Toronto end. It's rolling on edge, but no icing. The clock keeps winding with 3.07. Jim Taddy, along with Dave Feschuk, will try to dissect this one, and good luck. Centering pass comes all the way back into the slot. Over on the right wing side, a pass in front. Another bat, it comes down, and Hutchinson managed to keep it out. Now he's scrambling to get back on his feet. Penguins almost had their eight. Out at center ice for Marner and Engvall, and they can't get into the zone. Now a stolen puck, and in a goal, and stopped by Hutchinson, and then it came out behind him and almost was tucked in off his skate. Similar Casper Cascasillo is going see. Yep. We mentioned that was the second last time the Leafs were in this building. First NHL start for the young goaltender. He got hung out to dry. Five goals by the midway mark of the second period. And you wonder what that did to his NHL career. He's only played 15 minutes since with the Nashville Predators. I'm not saying it would have made a difference, but. You never know, right? Along the boards, leaves Sandine to Matthews. Up ahead for Kerfoot. Kerfoot puts the brakes on, sends it back. Matthews couldn't get his stick on it. Bunting with it. Back to the point. Shot by Sandine. Didn't get through. Minute 40 to go in this one. And it has been nothing short of an embarrassment for the Toronto Maple Leafs. 
And there will be a lot of discussion going on over the next 48 hours until they play again in Carolina on Monday night. And we'll have that action for you beginning at 7 o'clock. And hopefully it will be marked improvement over what's gone on here this evening as I think Pittsburgh is taking a penalty here with a minute five to go in the contest. The Leafs are going to go to the power play. Brought to you by your Ontario Subaru dealers. Pick your favorite Subaru at the adventure picking event. On now at your local Subaru dealer with rates for as low as 0.5%. Well, from a Leafs standpoint, it's a little free practice time. Of course, as I say that, I'm not 100% sure what the power play combination is going to be for Sheldon Keith. You throw out Wayne Simmons with Spezza. O'Connor gets the penalty, taking Kasha down. Yeah, uh, yep, Spezza <laughs> with Bunting and Richie. Engvall and Sandine are out on the ice. And I think that's a bit of a wrap in the knuckles of your top guys, even though this game is out of hand. Now a turnover, and the Penguins in with a shot, and that was stopped by Hutchinson. Here's Spezza coming to center. One of the Penguins toppled over at the blue line. Richie looking to get it in front of the net. Had it hit a skate. Comes back to the point. 34 seconds left. Sandine with it. To the far side for Engvall. Back to Sandine. Wrist shot coming. And off a of body. It's gone up into the screen. And out of play with 24.9 seconds remaining. Here in the hockey game. As the Pittsburgh Penguins blew open a 1-1 tie, scoring two goals 15 seconds apart in the first two minutes of the second period, and then added two more, and then added a goal 20 seconds into the third to make it 6-1. And the final is going to be a 7-1 decision as it's shot out and down the ice by Pittsburgh. And the final seconds are ticking down mercifully in this one. As the Penguins are going to improve to 3-0-2 for eight points. And the Maple Leafs record will fall to 2-3-1. Five points on the season, and there's the horn. Full marks to the Pittsburgh Penguins, who without their superstars, put in a hard day's work. They got some breaks, they got some bounces, but they engineered their bounces and ended up winning this one handily, 7-1. to one. And from a Leafs standpoint, even if you lose this game and Balkan, Crosby, Latang, and Jeff Carter combined for 14 points, this is worse because it's another opportunity where a team is shorthanded, and we talked about Vancouver coming back from COVID. Uh, you can go back to the David Ayers game. You could talk about Joey Decord having to start for Ottawa when a goalie gets hurt. In the warm-up, so many times you think that they're going to be able to take advantage of a team that has an excuse to lose, and instead, not only can't you put them away, you get embarrassed in the process, and and that's what's happened. And uh, you know, with all due respect to the star players on the Pittsburgh side, this shouldn't happen with Crosby and Malkin in the lineup. I don't think it should happen against any team in this league if you really believe that you're supposed to be one of the elite and challenging for a championship. And uh, it'll be interesting to see what adjustments. Are, you know, you're pretty much handcuffed as far as what you can do with call-ups and everything else. 
Um, oh, you're completely handcuffed. Yeah. Completely handcuffed. But I'm saying, what are you going to do? Is there, are there trade possibilities? Yep. Uh, at some point, you have to say, we got to break up the Fab Four and, and, and try to get some other kind of character in uh, to do something. Uh, you know, it's still early, but eventually a bad start becomes this is what you are uh, if you're not able to get out of it. Well, we will ship it off to Jim Taddy and uh, Dave Feschuk as the Leafs drop a embarrassing 7-1 to decision to the Pittsburgh Penguins. You've been listening to Molson Canadian Leafs Hockey on TSN 1050 and the Maple Leafs Radio Network.